to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do, Do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. It's your, your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe Box. On the time, mommy was sleeping in her room. Soon she heard this mucky sound. Then the ghost is in the room. Some have three eyes, some have one eye, some some have two eyes, some have three eyes, some have four eyes, some have some have five eyes, some have six eyes, some have seven. Some of eight, some of nine, some of ten. A ghost is in the room. From the heavens to your ears, this is Universe Box, and we're tied to this podcast until we complete our unfinished business. Ooh. I'm Bill Ghost Meeks. <laughs> and I'm just laughing. No, I'm Anne Marie D. Simone. I can't see. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll be able to see eventually. Oh, It'll be just, fine. Just look through the one eye hole. <laughs> that might be better. <laughs> For you, and uh, we also have our chat room here. Which, if you don't know, we record this show every Thursday night at eight thirty p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. I should have been nearly headlessing. <laughs> but I guess uh, Ghost Anne Marie. I guess we should uh, go ahead and see what's in the box this week, right? Oh, this will be interesting. Yes, it, it should be definitely. Okay, well, let's see if we can see what's in the box. Okay. <laughs> if you can grab the box through your ghost sheet, okay. we wore costumes tonight, people. It's cool. It's fine. Great. I am seeing in the chat room people are saying, ah, ghost. And uh, yes, uh, this week we are talking <laughs> about ghost. Uh, we'll sit down in front of the idiot box to watch a classic Casper caper. Then we'll usher uh, you into uh, box you into the box theater to discuss <laughs> what happens when the Scooby gang meets an actual ghost. In the school box, we'll teach you uh, fictional fan ca- teach you about a uh, fictional fan chasm fan fan chasms no phantasms. <laughs> I, it's hard talking with this sheet, man. Uh, Anne Marie tells us the the tale of the haunted person memory box and finally we'll drop the box and answer some of your questions you submitted through the idea box we're off to a rousing start tonight <laughs> bobby's in the chat room i think we're about ready to go Emery, you can go ahead and retrieve that box if you want to real quick I can't. oh you can't no. reach it okay that's fine well, then. i think i can but not with the not with not as it goes it happens we'll leave it go okay so uh first up uh we're gonna go ahead and uh, open up the idiot box now in the idiot box where we sit back and make fun of films and tv shows from the past this week we're catching up with casper the friendly ghost of richie rich uh he's the ghost of richie rich if you didn't know in a classic cartoon a haunting we will go and let me go ahead and get it loaded up here uh oh angel in the chat room says uh grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize (laughs) <laughs> Love that song. Okay, let's go with the idiot box. Casper. 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 Uh, novel tune, color by Technicolor. Ah, uh, Paramount. <laughs> A famous studio's production. Yeah, you know what the problem, real problem with wearing the ghost costume is? Uh-huh. Is that every time I talk, it fogs up my eye holes. <laughs> Which is I'm just going to talk, I'm just going to function in one eye hole. That's fine, we'll lose them eventually. Eventually. Right now we're just having fun with it, right? Right, that's what this is. It's totes okay. Haunting we will go. Now if I could only see my mixing board. I don't think anyone ever really believes in ghosts. Or ghost stories. Really? Some people but, do. Uh, there is one they tell about an old deserted little red schoolhouse. Ooh, spooky. A haunting we will go. Ghost school. I want to go to ghost school. What do they say on the board here? Uh, boo onto others as you would have others boo onto you. Unto. Unto you. Like do unto others? Yes. Yeah. And fright, fright makes right. Makes right. Little I will spook when spoken to. <laughs> Perfect. 
who just wouldn't oh, care. Poor Casper. Casper. He's friendly. friendly. Ghosts aren't supposed to be friendly. Everyone. They're supposed to kill you in your sleep. What? You, you never heard about that? Um, no. But it's true. Okay. It's definitely true. I always wanted to go to a, a little uh, schoolhouse like that, out in the I middle of too. a field. Like Little yeah. House of uh, Little, Little House, House on the Prairie, Prairie. Little House of Horrors, Little House of Horrors, Bop Shit Bop. You never stop the poorers, Little Shop. Find a friend. Oh, he just looks so funny. No tortoise. Are tortoises scared of ghosts? Let's find out. Yes, yes, they are. Very much so. He's running blind. I wish I could retract my head into my neck. That'd be nice. So is this just going to be Casper going around and trying to scare various animals or just trying to befriend them? I think he's trying to befriend them, but he ends mm-hmm. up scaring them. Yeah, and th- this is uh, one of the Casper shorts from the 1940s, which is why we're using it, because it's in the public domain. Ah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, pretty simp- simplistic character back then. Nothing too exciting. Nope. He just likes hanging out with all the animals. Hi, ducks. Hi, ducks. Poor Casper. Is he going to hatch that egg? I bet he will, and then it'll call him Mama. 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 Zink, Zink called it. Oh, Bobby in the chat room says he had a Disney projector that had a cartoon of Mickey, Donald, and Goofy chasing ghosts. I think I've seen that one, Bobby. A lot of cartoons in the 40s and 50s had ghosts in them. It was like a thing. Say, aren't you afraid of me? I don't really like Casper's voice. No. Now I have a real friend. Now I have a real friend. But only because he's never met another living person, Casper. Because you're not living. The, the second there's someone to compare you to, he's going to run away just like everybody else. Wow. Well, I don't want Casper to live in disappointment. I wonder how hard it was for animators back then to animate Casper semi-transparent. Yeah, really? Well, I guess if they were doing it cells, they would just have to like fill him in kind of lightly or something like that. Yeah. Now you better watch me, you'll have to learn how to swim. Random ghost sound number three of 52 <laughs> in this week's episode. Well, that ought to give you a rough idea. That voice spin. is not at all what I picture for Casper. How does Casper, like, choke on water when he jumps into a lake? Yeah, he's a he's ghost. He's a ghost. He shouldn't need to breathe. Uh, Sage of Earth... Ask uh, why we aren't watching the cartoon where the skeletons are dancing. I know the one you're talking about. Uh, Bobby says maybe that one's not in the public domain. I'm pretty sure it probably would be, but I grabbed the Casper one. <laughs> I can't grab another one now. Too late. Aw. Go spooning with a little bird. Little birdie. Precious little bird. How is it? How is covering him with the ghost stuff gonna help okay there he goes he he fixed, he how's it. he wearing hat i don't know it, a lot about this ghost thing doesn't add up here is he no, how is he carrying he's teaching the bird how to fly that's not working save the baby duck he's like i can't be friends with a non-ghost i'm gonna make you a ghost too birdie drop He's going to kill the bird. No killing the bird. Kill the birds. Toppins a bag. Toppins. Toppins. Now watch me. Oh, no. I showed, I showed the stream my human hands. Now they know. <laughs> now they know I'm actually a human. <laughs> yeah, and Wynn says in the chat room she read uh, Harvey Comics with Casper all the time when she was a kid. Uh, me too. Me too, Win. I, I used to love Harvey Comics. Like You were allowed? It's a, it's a ghost. Uh, well, Casper was kind of hit and miss, but uh, uh, 
Let's see, what else was there? Uh, Little Lulu, Baby Huey. Uh, when did you ever uh, hear the rumor that Casper was the, the dead spirit of Richie Rich? If so, weigh in. How do you feel about that, that theory? Oh, uh, Angel says, uh, Bill, not a good idea to apply logic to a cartoon. It's less well, frustrating. Oh, uh, it looked like something hey, bad's going to happen to the duck. What? I think the duck's going to become a ghost. Uh-oh. Oh, no, he's playing with a... A decoy. Uh-huh. Mama. Mama. Oh, no. Those evil hunters. Oh, luckily there are some meteor ducks up there. He'll be fine. Just don't fly, and you'll be good. Oh, stupid oh, no. bird. You flew. No, ducky, no. Ah, I tell you to do, not to do one thing, bird. Oh, no. Can't even listen. Poor I don't even duck. understand. Ooh. Right across the tail feathers. Shoot your tail feather. Oh, no. Oh, hi, Lady J in the chat room. Hey. Lady J just snuck in. <laughs> Literally. Uh, Wynn says, no way is Casper Rich- Richie Rich. Casper has a different canon backstory. We'll get into that. There was a couple. Oh, cool. Ninja. <laughs> oh, oh, poor dead no. bird. <laughs> we'll yeah. see now all the, the other birds, birds aren't, aren't scared. scared of him. <laughs> Get out <Your> of my <laughs> You'd think that uh, they'd be scared of a dead body. Maybe. Maybe. Aw, huh. he's alive. He's alive. Turns out birds don't need tail feathers to live. Fancy that. Fancy that. Oh, look. Aww. How precious. Adorbs. <laughs> Excellent. Good idiot box. I enjoyed that. that. Definitely. Definitely. Did you guys enjoy that in the chat room? I hope so. Mm-hmm. I definitely hope so. Uh, based on that, Amory, uh, w- do you think you would want to be a Casper type ghost? Nah, it's more fun to scare people. Yeah. More, yeah. More, I, I, w- I would rather be one that just looks horrific, you yeah. know, bloody ah. eyes and all that kind of stuff. You already look horrific. <laughs> I, well, thank you. Thank you. That's why I put the sheet on so people can't see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so next up, we're going to go ahead and go into the box theater. Uh, so file in and turn. Turn off your cell phones. This week, we're catching up with the Scooby Gang. That's right. Today, Scooby-Doo meets Bloody Mary. Now, uh, we're going to play a theme song here uh, from Scooby-Doo, uh, played by Coserse uh, uh, on tw- uh, YouTube. Uh, I'm going to have the link uh, to his YouTube profile in the show notes for you, too. But okay, I guess we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and play this little intro I made here, and then we'll be right back to uh, do a little sketch. <laughs> begins the scooby gang approached the old castle in a boat they borrowed from fred's uncle unbeknownst to them a shrouded figure watches through a telescope from a high tower you sure picked a spooky day to go sailing freddy look at all this fog cool it daphne it wasn't like this when we started out and you know it what could have happened Obviously, the diametric pressure of the humidity table circumvented the barometric pressure of the cumulus regions. Vilma, none of that makes even makes any sense. What does it even mean? It means we're lost in the fog. And it doesn't... It does, too, make sense. 
I think. When did you become so crabby? Zoinks! You called? No, Shaggy. Go back to sleep. I wasn't, like, sleeping. I was, like, staring at the stars, man. Are you guys sure this is fog? Shaggy seems pretty spaced out. Ruh-roo! Ravey Reaver Dry Ray Rumping Ruin! Scooby! You're even worse! <laughs> Look out, gang! <laughs> What, like, happened? We've run aground. This looks like, could it be? It looks like we've stuck on Haunted Isle. Oh, no! What, whatever it's haunted! Like, yeah, with a name like that, there's gotta be ghost. Calm down, you two. Everybody knows there's no such thing as ghosts. First things first, gang. That's Vasquez Quick Castle over there. Let's grab our stuff, then find a room where we can sleep tonight. This fog isn't going anywhere soon, which means my uncle bo- uncle's boat isn't either. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so the Scooby gang entered the old castle without, without incident, minus a painting's eyes following them, which is pretty standard, until they found a room that seemed safe. The gang changes into their jammies, then gathers around in a circle to start telling ghost stories, which most of them love. I rate roast roaries. Like, me too, Scoob. With as much as we, like, run across old coots pretending to be ghosts, you'd think we'd find something else to do for fun. Like eat. Oh, hush you two, or nobody gets a Scooby snack until morning. Okay, Freddy, who's next? Well, Velma hasn't had a turn yet. Want to go? Jinkies. I didn't know you guys were th- going to ask me. Hmm. Let me think. I think I have just the thing. Have you guys ever heard of Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary? What's that? Years ago, there was a queen named Mary who lived in a castle kind of like this one. She wanted a baby. When she got pregnant, she went bonkers. She'd look at her belly in the mirror for hours at a time. But before she had the baby, her pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. Golly, Velma, what's a miscarriage? Like... Guys, there are just some things you, you, you just don't talk about on a kid's TV show. Chill out, Shaggy. It just means she wasn't pregnant anymore. It kept happening. She'd get pregnant, then lose the baby all over again. Eventually, she'd spend the day standing in front of the mirror, staring into her own dark, sunken eyes. Maybe reread it a little more rake up. <laughs> like... When my eyes get like that, I put eye drops in, then grab a super sandwich. Staring at my eyes like that would, like, freak me out, man. Wait! You haven't heard the worst part. Before she could get over it, she died from the flu. I'm scared! Rollery raggy! Calm down, Gain. Velma, this is supposed to be a ghost story. So far, it's just depressing. (sighs) Typical Velma. No, I'm not done, gang. Wasn't there a mirror out in the hall? Follow me. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's go, guys. Come on. Come on, we're going out to the hall. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, so the legend goes that if one of us looks into the mirror and says her name three times, she'll appear in there, then hunt you down till you're dead. Who wants to go first? Rodri. Not even for a Scooby snack? Hmm. Huh. won't. All right. Okay, Scoob. Just stand in front of the mirror, stare in your reflection, then say, Bloody Mary, three times. Zoinks! Like, don't do it, Scoob. Who knows what that sterile spook might do to us? How many times do we have to tell you, Shaggy? There's no such thing as monsters. If there's one thing we've learned in all of our adventures, it's that. Like, whatever, man. You freaks do what you want. I'm going over there to, like, uh, up my fog production. Okay, Scoob. You ready? Rip. Ruddy Rary. Ruddy Rary. Ruddy Rary! Ah! Jinkies! What the hell is that, gang? Golly, Freddy! Who is that? She, she has a knife! Oh, golly! Daphne, no! No! No, no, stay right there, Bloody Mary, so we can see who you really... She stabbed Freddy! The ghost stabbed Freddy! Oh, my God, somebody... Ah! Raggy! Roma! Run, run, re, roo! Easy, Scoob. Like, 
Scram! <laughs> How many corridors are in this place? Did you guys see what door Bloody Mary went? <laughs> Zoink, Scoob! They got Velma! Guess it's up to us now. Let's, like, hide in this suit of armor. Maybe this whole freaky happening will, like, die down. Raggy? Yeah, Scoob? Ruddy Rary is right behind you. Zoinks! Kids? Kids? Where did those doggone kids run off to? I ain't gonna let this ghost costume dealie I rented go to waste. And ain't nobody shutting down my... Oh, shit's a babble. There. That's the last of them. Now I, Bloody Mary, can rest once more. Forgive me, old man Druthers. You would have gotten away with everything if it hadn't been for these meddling kids calling me here. Oh well, back to the mirror. I got you, babe. Do 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 do. I got you, babe. <laughs> And thank you for joining us for Box Box Theater. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much for indulging us. Yes. Our little Scooby-Doo skit there. A lot of fun. Uh, we're not ghost anymore, which is good, too, because I can yes. actually see. We can function slightly. Uh, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it appears that uh, everyone liked the uh, Velma voices and the Shaggy voices. Slinks! Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely fries the old throat. <laughs> For sure. The going back and forth. I'm like, wait, who am I? Oh, yeah, that's a little hard, too. Sometime I'm going to have to figure out some way to get it to where we can switch up the characters on screen as we're talking. Yay. We'll get there. We'll get Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, we have a lot more stuff to go over here, but we're just going to go over just a, a couple little things <laughs> couple here little first. Things. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to tell you guys about my new book out this week. Uh, it's a novella. It's called The Trials of King Sparrow. It's an epic fairy tale set against the backdrop of the brutal natural world. It's basically... Mm. A uh, sort of a National Geographic nature documentary combined with uh, like Rambo or something like that. But uh, just to give you guys an idea of it, normally we've been reading the blurb and everything, but I got the first little bit of the audiobook this week. So we'll play you about 30 seconds of that. And if you want to pick this up, uh, audiobook's not out yet, but you can get it, uh, the, the ebooks. <laughs> just kidding! But you can get the, the ebook versions at bit.ly slash King Sparrow. But here, here's a little bit of the audiobook after. We flew across the purple skies as the sun sank behind the field below. I veered south, my queen at my side, my captain and squire close behind. The winter wind whipped the tips of our tail feathers. King Sparrow, when might we rest? called Captain Sparrow. Look at our hosts, see how they whisper to each other. If we don't rest soon, we'll have a mutiny on our hands before we get as far as the Great Mountain. Yes, the main character is a bird. Uh, but uh, the uh, the reader I got for it is doing a wonderful job. He Fantastic. has just such an epic voice. But if you want to check it out, it's a shorty. It should you should be able to sit down and read it in one sitting. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a buck ninety nine over on Amazon. And uh, like I said, uh, if you want to get links to it, it's bit.ly slash King Sparrow. And Amory, you want to tell them about the Patreon real sure. quick? Sure. Um, as many of you may know, we also have a Patreon set up right now. Right now, we do three weekly um, video podcasts with the live stream and all the good chatty McChat. Hatterstein. Hey, did we get more people? Um, <laughs> um, this is a great way for us to um, make better content, like with the Shaggy and Scooby Doo thing, where we could have possibly mm-hmm. put up the pictures of the characters, or had costumes, like or hats had or something. A different hats, <laughs> or you know, vocal lessons, perhaps. But for as little as 10 cents a month, um, you can help sponsor this content and you're going to get exclusive rewards such as some free books, as some of you may have already known. Mm. Yeah, Trials Um, of King Sparrow, you got that for free if you're one of our patrons. Yes. um, We also, you know, we're writing letters to people. We're singing songs very badly. 
<laughs> um, we've already hit our first two milestones, which means no outside advertisements. And um, we do a monthly hangout exclusive for our patrons, which, again, lots of singing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping to hit our next goal very soon, actually, because right now we're at 165.50 with 25 patrons. And our next goal is at 200. Yeah, so, we're only like, what, 35 bucks away? Something like that. Yeah. Math isn't our thing. <laughs> um, so spread the word. If you want us to do those movie commentaries, the first ones are going to be on Goonies, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, so head on over to patreon.com slash universebox and give us a little monthly pledge. Yes, definitely. And thank, thank, you, thank you so much to our 25 patrons so far over there. We, we really appreciate you guys and love you guys. And uh, frankly, we want to have your babies, but it's okay if you don't want us to. We understand. I'm not having any more babies. Patreon.com. I, I'll have some video. <laughs> like, I'll make things, but no mm-hmm. more babies. Patreon.com slash universebox. <gasps> okay. Uh, now, next up, Anne-Marie, we have uh, the school box here, school box. Uh, which uh, we're going to learn a little bit about uh, fictional ghosts tonight right yep we have some ghosts some are from stories uh, bobby says 3450 <laughs> thank way, you for the math <laughs> Again, thanks for the math we don't know these things mm-hmm. um oh, whoa sorry about that what even was that, that was know. that was from the old one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um yes we have some ghosts some are from literature some are tv mm-hmm. comic books uh movies all sorts of things we're just going to give you a quick run it's just a few this is not a comprehensive yeah, list definitely under not comprehensive. Any- no, not but at all. But uh, definitely feel free in the chat room to go ahead and throw out fictional ghosts that you like that we haven't talked about, too. Exactly. And we'll, we might talk about them. Who knows? Perhaps. Okay, uh, first up are the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, there are three different personalities. Uh, the ghost of Christmas past is youthful and meant to rem- remind Scrooge of the past. Uh, the ghost of Christmas present is jolly and joyful and fat and gluttonous and <laughs> uh, shows Scrooge how many how people are are enjoying the holiday and then the the ghost of christmas yet to come is the grim reaper and shows scrooge how if he doesn't change his ways he will die sad and alone sadly uh now uh basically they're all used to uh scare scrooge straight uh they also remind scrooge that he had a life before he let money rule his life and that many people live very happy lives with less than he has Uh, now actually uh I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the show before, yeah. Henry, but we were both in a production of the Christmas a Christmas. We Carol. were. Please tell me you're not pulling up pictures of that. No, I don't have any pictures. Oh, of that. thank goodness. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, Bobby says in the chat room at the 500 mark, Bill has a baby. Yes, definitely, absolutely, perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, but I, I played Bob Cratchit and a bunch of other characters, and you played a bunch of. Characters. I just played a bunch of bit characters. Yeah, like you were like the charity special. person at the beginning. And everything. Yeah, I was writing in a notebook. But and... the ghosts are always like the. And Bobby was tiny, Tim. That nice. makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but I uh, the ghosts are always sort of the the fun role to play right well, like yeah. this is where you put the really like strong character actors for sure exactly um one of my favorite memories of that is um and his name brett kane when he was <laughs> oh, yeah. the ghost, ghost of christmas, christmas present, present. yeah who's awesome because he's this big guy and yeah. he is jolly mm-hmm. and he was just like perfect yeah for he's the role. like 20 feet tall <laughs> pretty much 20 feet tall and big loud boobing voice he didn't need yes, a mic definitely okay so i guess we'll go ahead and move on to our next fi- fictional ghost amory you want to take this one you may be familiar with casper the friendly ghost if you do if you remember flashback 20 minutes ago <laughs> not even um with casper um he um has been featured in comics television movies all sorts of things like we've talked about um he was actually the basis for a 1939 book um that wasn't terribly popular at the time like um, a novel uh something like that. i think it was like a collection of like short stories maybe but he was the main story oh I, that's fine I, it was worded funny. I didn't really catch it. <laughs> um, but then the rights to the character were sold to Paramount Pictures, which is what we saw earlier in the idiot box. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been many different men and women over the years who have voiced the character. But the only person to portray him in live action was Devin Sawa from the Casper movie that um, Bill just had a picture of with Christina mm-hmm. Ricci. And yeah. Yeah. It did, and you, 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 I do have a you slightly like the funny guy who played Casper, right? Well, okay. He was my, he was our age. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was the hotness yeah, for the 13 year old set. Yeah. Cause <laughs> when we were talking about this movie, she, she was like, you know, the Casper movie with Devin Sawa. I was like, Devin Sawa? I only know the one with Christina Ricci. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's Same the one. I forgot she was in it. <laughs> and that's when I was like, so obsessed with the boy girls. remembers the girl, girl remembers the boy. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, definitely makes sense. Basically. So, definitely. Right, who? 
Okay, so uh, we have another uh, ghost here coming up, and this one, uh, this was my selection. Uh, This is a comic book character, and his name is Gentleman Ghost from DC Comics. Now, uh, Gentleman Ghost first appeared in Flash Comics in 1947, but he's butted heads with Superman, Batman, the new Teen Titans, and more over the years. Actually, uh, this screenshot I'm showing on the stream uh, is from uh, the Batman Brave and the Bold episode with Gentleman Ghost. Highly recommended. You'll get there. Really good. Uh, but uh, he's been shown as being able to teleport a short distance as, as in a few rooms or as far as across states. A gentleman ghost can also summon spectral weapons, including a cane that can shoot spectral fire and uh, flintlock pistols. We can thank Wikipedia for these descriptions <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, during one of his appearances on Batman Brave and the Bold, he has to steal ten souls to enter the mortal realm, a la Jack the Ripper, uh, with the tenth being that of Sherlock Holmes. He is later defeated and all of the souls are returned. I thought that was fun because mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes. And yet gentleman ghost, always se- he always seems to pop up uh, in, you know, with uh, characters like, say, like the Justice League Dark which is all the mystical characters of the dcu mm. like you know a lot of times like they'll be they'll start a story in media res and they'll be fighting gentleman ghost who's kind, kind of an easy villain to, mm-hmm. to beat and you know it, it always ends up funny and he talks very like proper and prim and gentlemanly too it's a lot of fun okay um next up is a little bit more poppy the ring you may be familiar the ring girl and did anybody else want to watch this <laughs> so uh, tri- trivia, trivia? Uh, our sketch uh, this e- uh, this evening was going to be first. It was going to be Scooby Doo meets the Ring Girl, <gasps> and then it was going to be Scooby Doo meets Jigsaw from Saw. But it oh, I, it wasn't no. ghosty enough. That's not ghosty. So, yeah. so um, basically, basic premise of the Ring is that there's a cursed videotape. If you watch the tape, you're going to get a mysterious phone call that says seven days, and you're going <laughs> to die seven days later, and nobody can explain it. So in the movie, they're watching the tape and like basically in the opening and the phone rings. Shocking. Um, while another girl says, I watched it last week. Ah. <laughs> uh, a reporter comes, you know, hears tale of this, comes in, tries to solve the crime. Um, going, she goes through the video frame by frame trying to just, and discovers the farm where it was filmed, where this well Mm -hmm. is. Um, goes there, tries to uncover things. There's, there's a horse farm. They, the, back in the day, the mom couldn't have a baby, so she adopted this child mm-hmm. and tried to kill it because it was evil like suffocate it throw it down a well yeah, she oh, survived because <laughs> uh, here she is um so but the reporter's son sees the video like he's like seven or something like that mm-hmm. um she survives the cur- the reporter survives the curse but her son dies and that's how she realizes the only way to survive is by making a copy of the tape and showing it to someone else nice because she like burned the original yeah, I, I i'm not a huge horror movie fan i remember like i liked one, the yeah, well, and I also the second we started talking about it, uh-huh. I uh, I started thinking horses, horses, horses in it my was head a horse for some farm. reason. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I couldn't remember why exactly, but uh, oh, I but Bobby in the chat room says, "What about the gray ghost, the character that influenced Bruce in the animated series?" Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good ghost character. I don't think he wasn't strictly a ghost. Uh, he he was basically it was voiced by Adam West, and he mm-hmm. played a Batman type character on TV when Bruce Wayne was going up. That Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne was a big fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's the gray ghost. Okay, uh, next up on our list of fictional ghosts is uh, Hamlet's daddy, Hamlet's papa, Hamlet's daddy uh, from Hamlet. from Hamlet by uh, Billy Shakespeare. Billy Shakespeare. Uh, now King Hamlet appears as a ghost three times in the play. I I. I remember I was involved in a couple of those scenes uh, when I was in Hamlet. I was uh, Marcellus in that opening scene. Uh, The Prince Prince Hamlet, uh, fearing that the apparition may be a demon pretending to be the king, king, decides to put the ghost uh, to the test by staging a play that reenacts the circumstances that the spirit claims led to his death. Uh, His uncle Claudius's reaction is one of the uh, guilt and horror, and Prince Hamlet is convinced that the ghost is, in fact, his father. In the third appearance, Hamlet is confronted by the ghost in his mother's closet. Why is he in his mother's closet? I'm not sure. I never really got that. (laughs) And is rebuked for not carrying out his revenge and for disobeying and talking uh, with Gertrude. Uh, Hamlet fearfully apologizes. I mean, I'd apologize to a ghost, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, and this is a this is kind of kind of the role. If 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 you're in Hamlet, you don't want to be the ghost because the ghost has like three teeny tiny scenes. Yeah, and he has to talk monotone through the whole thing. Who was the ghost in Hamlet when we were in it? Uh, James James Roy. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I remember that now. You don't remember James I Roy. I remember James Roy. Okay. Um, another spooky ghost is from The Lovely Bones. Okay. See, I haven't seen the movie, so this is going <laughs> to be – I only read the book. Um, <clears throat> this is a story where a teenage girl in the 70s 
is raped and murdered and then sort of her spirit goes Mm -hmm. to her own little personal heaven where she watches her she can watch her family and friends as they're struggling to move on with their lives and come to terms with her death Mm -hmm. um she basically follows them through their entire life like there's believe it's her brother or sister that she watches grow up and like date and marry her best friend something like that Mm -hmm. um then the character moves on to a bigger part of heaven where she can watch other Mm -hmm. parts of the world mega heaven mega heaven i guess sure um where she actually sees the guy harvey who killed her Mm -hmm. um stalking a a a young woman and hmm, he gets hit in the shoulder by an icicle and falls down to his death on a snow-covered slope aka she killed him nice so she got her revenge um, I had one more. Left. Oh, that was that was it. That was it. I, I was like, this is pretty That's much. Uh, this is the story. I, 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 along the same veins, I, I would like to do a shout out to the uh, Robin Williams movie, What Dreams May Come. <gasps> Yeah. One of the saddest movies you'll ever see, and just I, I love it so much. I, I it, beautiful too, because uh, his ver- the he- version of heaven he goes to is like a painting. Mm-hmm. It's like a Monet mm-hmm. painting, I believe. Yes. Oh, and uh, in the chat room they're mentioning uh, Mufasa from The Mufasa. Lion King. Uh, was it was Mufasa. a big ghost? And yeah, a lot of people aren't aren't a big fan of horror movies. We aren't either. We're not. But the episode's about ghosts, right? So you exactly, do we had to do a, just a couple things. Okay, uh, so next up uh, we're gonna open up the memory box because Anne Marie has a story about. Yeah. A haunted purse. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think that objects can be haunted? I do. Here's a story of how my parents' house is haunted and how I have a purse that occasionally has held a spirit. Okay. So um, my parents bought this house when I was a sophomore, junior, whatever, in college. And I would go back to visit. I had my own room, whatever. Um, when I moved home after four years at college number one and was attending college number two. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I was one of those kids. Um, I was just, you know, laying in my room. I think it was late at night. I was probably up reading as I tended to do. Um, and I looked up and I saw the figure of a man in my room. Mm-hmm. There, there was somebody like – Not like an action figure. like Right. It was not an action figure. It was silhouette. not a Lego. There was a silhouette as, like, as close as you are to me. Nice. Um, and I just stared at him because what do you do when you yeah, actually – For reference. Like for reference. Like very, very, very close. <laughs> um, I wasn't scared though. I was like he didn't feel mean or he wasn't trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a well-dressed older gentleman um, and that was the only time I ever saw him. Later, probably later that week, I mentioned it to my mom. I was like, hey, so don't think I'm crazy <laughs> or anything. I was like – But I'm crazy. No, but no. I saw – saw a ghost in my room she's like oh yeah there's a guy in there what <laughs> like she knew about she it had, she'd seen him multiple <laughs> times wow like i mean my mom was weird i love her and all love you but <laughs> she now is the ghost oh um, but how would she never brought that up to me and then like i we i was able to describe him and she's like yes i've seen that exact same thing wow which is really creepy mm-hmm. so then to the haunted purse <laughs> this is the purse this is the purse here, I'll give you the, the close-up. This there, is the you. purse. This actually was my mom's purse that I stole because it's big, bright, and yellow, and I liked it. And um, obviously, I kept it in my room. Duh. So one day, um, I went to school at Cleveland State, and me and my friend Renee were walking up the street. Yes, it's the middle of Cleveland, but it was actually a, um, the street where our building was was pretty quiet. And I'm just carrying the purse like in between us, and we heard a noise like somebody was talking. There was no one, not a soul around us. And we both just looked at my purse. And we looked at each other and we're like, do you hear that? Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, "My, I think my p- purse has a ghost. She's like, okay. And we just kept going. And that's the only time I've ever heard the ghost in my purse. I think he stayed – I think he's a cl- like has to stay in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I know that is weird. I know you don't really – But he was able to like hitchhike a ride out, out in I your purse. I was in Cleveland. No, but I mean like yeah, – Yeah, like I think because this was – um a possession of the house <laughs> at the time mm-hmm. what pa- patty has an inter- interesting theory patty says uh, maybe she didn't want to frighten you maybe but then again she described no, no. the guy exactly no i described him to her oh, okay. okay i described him exactly to her uh, possibly but i think my mom i'm actually surprised because my mom like to tell stories like that mm-hmm. we're very no like our house is a lot um the quaint side of the family tells a lot of stories specifically ghost stories so <laughs> that actually kind of surprised me that she she didn't tell me about it. Um, I don't think my dad's ever seen it, or I don't think my brother has. I should ask Stephanie. This is my brother's girlfriend. Maybe this creepy old dude ghost only appears to women. Or the baby. 
but I can't really ask baby James. You can't because he doesn't speak English yet. Yes, he does. Probably not much, though. Yeah. <gasps> He's almost two. <clears throat> He's almost two. Sorry. Realiza- family <laughs> yeah. realization. That, we're in the show. We're in the show. <laughs> Come back to me. So, so there is the story of my haunted purse and how my parents' house is haunted. Excellent. I don't know who the ghost is. Like, they don't know any mm-hmm. – my mom didn't know any of that. She just knew there was a ghost and he was nice. Yeah, and uh, Bobby, Bobby but, um, said, Bob. says uh, in the chat room there that uh, sometimes uh, he sees his brother out of the corner of his eye. See, I'd find that comforting. I mm-hmm. hope you do because um, I, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know I, that sounds kind of gruesome, but I would love to be able to even just catch a glimpse of my mom. Yeah. Okay, uh, so next up we're going to open up the idea box and ask some questions you guys submitted. As always, every week if you want to, uh, you know, once you hear what topic we're talking about next week, if you want to give us some questions, uh, some ideas to talk about, you can go to universebox.com slash idea box and there's this little form right here you just punch in your idea i'm just going to put idea actually you know what i'll put in our first question this week do you believe in ghost and i'll hit submit and now it's in there twice because that's where i got this from so yes sorry (laughs) let's go so yeah uh, like i said the first question Anne marie in the idea box do you believe in ghosts yes you do i saw one we just talked about it yes we did it was an entire segment (laughs) fair enough bill do you believe in ghosts uh you think I'm crazy. It's no, all right. I don't think you're crazy. I mean, everyone has their own experiences in everything. I mean, if we ever do an episode on UFOs, I have a crazy story for you, too. Well, yeah, I'll just say that. Uh, that had so- someone who corroborated, who was there at the time. And do I know the them? Stuff. Yeah. Uh, not very uh, trustworthy. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't believe in ghosts, but it's just because I've never seen any compelling evidence that there are ghosts. Yes, but I didn't see the creepy old guy or the haunted. I didn't hear the purse talk to me. The purse hasn't talk talked to me. Talk to Renee. I should have had Renee <laughs> confirm my story. Oh, hi, Tonda Goss in the chat room. Tonda! Yeah, but sadly, I, I don't believe in ghosts. Uh, but I, I, I like the mythology, and I really like ghost stories, too, and how a lot of ghost stories are tied to a place. And, you know, there's, like, the story of the people who lived in that place and the ghost people found there after they mm-hmm. left and everything. I, I love that whole aspect of it. Okay, so... Uh, Let's see here. Okay, the <laughs> next question is, if you could have a deceased loved one watching over you, uh, who would it be and why? Like, if you could have a uh, loved one uh, who was a ghost following you around, uh, keeping tabs well, I guess I kind of just answered this. My mom! Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm sure she does. I talk to her all the time. Um, I apologize to her all the time for being a terrible, terrible teenager. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think she is watching over me because, mm-hmm. again, I do believe in ghosts, though. Ghosts have to have unfinished business. Yeah. It's just like the common knowledge. That's like the thing. So I'm assuming that's why I don't see her mm-hmm. or she's still at the house. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, sort of going along with the do you believe in ghosts type of thingy. Uh-huh. Another story about my mom. Sorry. It's, it's ghosts. It's cool. Um, at, I don't know if you remember this, but at the exact um, minute that she passed away, it was like the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's cell phone rang. I think it was actually my dad's cell phone rang. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. You remember that? that? Yeah. And it was like everybody woke up and we were like, okay. It was like that was her goodbye. Mm-hmm. So sorry to go on a tangent, but it was kind of a ghosty thing. Oh, no, it's totally um, And while well, you're talking about stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. As, as for me, I would, uh, I, I would say probably my like my grandma – and my grandfather, my pap, uh, probably just because they, they were always uh, the out of like my entire extended family. They were always the kindest to me. They were always the one that's, that kind of pushed me towards creative endeavors like writing and acting mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, so if, if anyone was going to be watching out for me, I'd say probably probably them would probably be a good good pick or, or maybe my dad, too. Yeah, I guess. But then again, I that would probably just kind of cheese me off a little bit because I never got to meet him. And he's standing behind me invisible my entire life. Dad. <laughs> but he could have been guiding you to make the choices that you've made. Very true. Very true. So there's that. They've not all been great choices, though. Dad! Uh, no, but uh, let's see. In the chat room wow. here, uh, Tonda Gossa says, I believe in Ghostbusters. Uh, Bobby says, matter cannot be destroyed, just turned into another form. Uh, Patty also says, as far as like a relative she'd want to watch over, an aunt. And uh, Bobby, probably uh, his grandmother, Angel, probably one of my grandparents, grandparents. a Lady J, my grandfather. Yeah, so grandparents are a popular answer, definitely. Okay, so let's see here. Last question. Anne-Marie, if you were a ghost, what would you do? Um, I mean, am I a ghost like I'm whacked tomorrow and I'm a ghost or like in 50 years I die? Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of uh, Tom DeGossa says go to Scotland uh, for the big ghost convention. There's a ghost convention? <laughs> yeah, a convention just for ghosts. In the castles in Scotland. Oh, well, I'm going. <laughs> no, but it, like a... Uh, that ba- sounds fun. No, I feel like I'd fly around. I, I'd mm-hmm. want to see the things I didn't get to see. Uh-huh. 
um, visit the people that I don't get to yeah. very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to the big party in the sky. Yeah. 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 Kegger. Okay. on my cloud. <laughs> As as for me, I'd probably I'd probably fly around for a few months, like messing with people who've messed with me in my life. Just oh, that could be fun. Ju- just for funsies, mm-hmm. you know, and because I'm vindictive like that. A little bit. And then then I'd probably like I'd probably settle down in a library or something and just sit there and read for eternity. You know, just oh, all boring. the time in the world. Like I'm having just... a kegger on my cloud, <laughs> and you're reading in a library. Well, I'm assuming if I'm a ghost that I'm stuck as a ghost on Earth forever. Okay. Because I'm not, I, I, I have no idea what my unfinished business would be. Well, maybe you'd find that in book number 763. Possibly. Uh, Patty says that she would uh, scare people and move objects randomly, uh, changing the TV. Uh, Ton DeGoss also says a travel and general ghost vacation. Mm-hmm. Angel says probably just watch my friends and family. Uh, non-serious answer, annoy the heck out of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby says if I was 13, I would probably go to the girls' locker room like an 80s movie. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Like a, the ghostest with the mostest. Just one of the ghosts, like just one of the guys, but ghost or something. <laughs> but uh, if you want to submit uh, some ideas for us uh, for next week's uh, topic, please feel free to go over to universebox.com slash idea box. Can you kick the box over here? Let's see if I can find it here. Is it? I, 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 a little bit. Oh, you got it? Sorry. We got to find out what's in the box. Yeah, what's in the box? What's in the box? Week? What is in the box this week? Oh, the bo- okay. Hold on. The little box opened with the. Okay. Ready? <laughs> boop a doop a doo What's in the box? What's in the box? How many times can we what say that? What could it be now? I hope it's nothing old. Maybe it's something new. Everything old is new again. Uh, yes, next week on Universe Box, we're bringing it back. What you ask? Everything. That's right. <laughs> Everything old is new again on the next Universe Box. What fashions do you want to see make a resurgence? Have an idea for an Alf reboot? What sick- No. What sitcom sequel are you looking forward to? Tell us why you're buying leg warmers and Jinko jeans. Everything old is new again next week on Universe Box. And just a programming, quick programming note, we're going to be taking two weeks off here because I'm going to RegalCon. And then we're wrapping up with some big once podcast for greetings from Storybrooke. And then we need we need an extra week off. Uh, we need a we break, back. basically, so, is what we're asking. For. Yeah, I forget what that date is here. because So, yeah, we're not going to be recording uh, May 7th. Uh, we will record again May 14th. And that'll be... Every Everything old is new again, and then we have one more in this cycle. That's only taking one week off. Is that only no? That's taking two weeks off. No, next week is the seventh. Okay, so the week after is the fourteenth. Okay, so it would you be May... don't get back until the eleventh. So it would be May twenty fourth. May twenty first. May twenty first. Okay, May twenty first is our next episode of Universe Box. Mm-hmm. If Bill goes live on the fourteenth, he's on his own. It's not an episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but uh, definitely, uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, and we're we're also going to be reaching uh, the end of the cycle of episodes you guys voted on. If you you want to vote on new ones you can just go to bit.ly slash ub vote two and there's a there's a uh ub vote two uh, yeah and there there's a poll there where you can pick uh from all the topics that we came up with in our patron hangout compassion hate and snow back to the future you can pick up the five and uh, we're leaving this open until the next episode and then we'll solidify it down and everything mm-hmm. like that but bit.ly slash ub idea box two to pick the next 15 episodes of a universe box um um, Sage versus saying we didn't talk about Beetlejuice or Danny Phantom. Those were actually on my list, both mm-hmm. of them for our uh, discussion of ghosts, but I had to narrow it down. Yeah, it, again, there was no way we could talk about every ghost. Yeah, it can't be comprehensive. It just has to be, you know, what we end up picking up. Ooh, bring back monocles. <laughs> but uh, if you want to uh, send us some ideas or some some feedback on the topic, everything old is new again. You know, they're remaking everything. Uh, what's that bobby they did say they aren't good at math very true very true uh but uh, you can email us universeboxshow at gmail.com tweet us at universe underscore box the facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box and the voicemail number uh, which we almost always play is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and first up we have a a really cool uh thing from uh michael lucero here he even sent in some pictures for it so uh, take it away michael Oh, wait. Wait. Uh, I've been really excited ever since uh, hearing y'all were doing an episode on ghosts. Uh, I wasn't really sure what to talk about at first. Uh, for a while, I did lots of research on uh, Japanese ghost stories, uh, which are really, really creepy and really, uh, really haunting in, in their own very unique way. Um, if you want to research them, they're called yokai. Uh, 
I'd recommend people uh, Googling that. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk about my own city, actually, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, it's it's really known for its ghosts, among other things. Um, there's dozens of books filled with Charleston ghost stories. Uh, there's whole walking tours that you can take of the city uh, with ghost themes. And uh, th- it's to be expected when you live in the Old South, uh, especially with as much history as a city like Charleston has. Uh, you know, it's where the Civil War began. Uh, it was an important city in the Revolution, and uh, it was the site of a devastating earthquake in uh, 1886. Um, and, of course, not to mention the countless lives that were devastated by slavery. Uh, Charleston was the entry port for about 40% of all slaves that were brought to America. So a city like this, um, it's so beautiful and haunting, uh, with as much history, it's going to be, it's going to have a, a few ghost stories collected down over the years. Uh, just a few off the top of my head that are pretty well known. Uh, the Somerville Light. Somerville's a suburb of Charleston. Um, there's this road called Sheep Island Road, and there was this uh, worker who was working on a railroad, and uh, his wife was bringing him lunch uh, in a pail, and I guess she got hit by a car or something. I don't remember. But now they say that if you drive down that road uh, around the time that she was bringing the lunch, you'll see this light that she was carrying, and then it'll fly up above the trees and disappear. Uh, on East Bay Street downtown, there's this uh, old building that used to be a warehouse. Now it's a restaurant called South End Brewery, but it's three stories. And on the top story, there's this big, huge uh, window. Uh, East Bay used to be uh, right on the water. So there's this old story that uh, the merchant who owned the warehouse uh, was having a lot of financial trouble. So he took everything he had. He invested in, uh, some, some, sh- some shipping and, sh- uh, had a ship take everything overseas to sell it. And as he stood looking out that window, he saw the ship burn down. So he hung himself. And apparently you can still see him in that window, uh, on the third store, uh, story. Um, one of the restaurants on Queen Street has a, a ghost dog even, I think. And uh, Edgar Allan Poe was actually stationed at Fort Moultrie, which is pretty near Charleston. And he wrote the story The Gold Bug there, a f- lesser well-known story, uh, but worth reading. Um, personally, I've experienced a few things myself I can't really explain while living here. Um, a friend of mine and his wife were visiting uh, from out of town. We went to Folly Beach for dinner and had a, a few beers on the beach afterward uh, under the moonlight. And we were pretty far away from the pier, so there wasn't very much light uh, where we were sitting in the sand. And there was hardly anybody out, out that late. Uh, we were talking uh, for a while, and gradually each of us kind of became aware of this black shape in the sand. And it was so dark that the sand was already black anyway. So it says a lot that this was itself something that was blacker than black that we could perceive against the sand. And it, I kind of felt like it was like crawling or moving somehow very slowly towards us. Uh, so slow that you couldn't really actually see the movement. Um, but it, it didn't really have any discernible shape, but it kind of had a feeling of like substance and it was kind of coming at us from the direction of the ocean, which made it even weirder. Uh, but finally I mentioned it to the other two and they both said that they'd seen it too, but they weren't sure if they were imagining it. So they didn't want to mention it in case, uh, it wasn't real. But as soon as, uh, it was mentioned out loud, we all got really freaked out and we left. Uh, so I never found out what it was, but it really gave us all a, a palpable feeling of dread and danger. Um, a year or two later, I was actually talking to the same friend on the phone outside our old apartment, uh, walking around. I can never sit still when I'm having interesting conversations. Um, so I, w- I eventually circled back to the building I lived in, and uh, I peered into the corridor where all the apartment doors are, and I saw uh, I must have left the door open because I saw somebody walk into my apartment door. 
I, I, I was only caught uh, a single leg disappearing in through the door. And I thought, you know, and then the door closed behind uh, the person. And I, I thought, you know, maybe uh, the landlord or a neighbor or something had, had gone in for some reason. So I'm like, what the heck? So I went in right after them, like literally right after them. Uh, but there was nobody there. I called. Uh, I checked every room, every closet, even behind the shower curtains. But there was nobody there at all. Um so that was pretty spooky. Um, despite all that, I don't really personally believe in ghosts, uh, at least not in the way that they're defined in, in pop culture, the remnants of spirits of human beings who have died. I simply just don't believe that that's what happens to human souls after death. Um, but that doesn't mean that the things people see and experience are nothing. Uh, there may be something out there that isn't really human, that's kind of minding its own business until we come along and disturbing it. Uh, I think something's happening there. I just don't think that it's ghosts in the sense of, you know, human souls left behind after their deaths. Um, um, one of my favorite writers, C.S. Lewis, he had this really interesting uh, idea in a sci-fi novel called Out of the Silent Planet, uh, where he had these creatures called Eldilla who um, didn't have, like, physical bodies, but just kind of were roaming around, you know, minding their own business, and sometimes people encountered them, and they had wondrous and scary experiences. Uh, I, I like that idea, um, but, you know, who knows what it is. Uh, either way... Whether it's ghosts or something else, whether it's completely real or completely fake, I still, again, ghost stories are one of the best and most memorable forms of storytelling around. So uh, can't wait to hear the episode, and uh, I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Thank you very much, Thank Michael. Thank you, Michael. And always, his contributions are always so well-researched and so, like... His voice is so relaxed. He's so too. much better than us. I know. And it makes me angry. Here, okay. you can have my headphones. <laughs> He's the new co-host. I'm, I'm kicking you out off wow. the show. Okay, uh, next up we have a, uh, a story about a haunted prison from Nicole. You want to go ahead and yep. t- do the honors on reading this? Right. Uh, hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. I don't have a personal ghost story to share, but the first place that came to mind was Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. Um, I've been on a few tours through the buildings, and there are plenty of strange stories around the place. They also offer overnight ghost hunts um, where ghost hunters have access to the building from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. The story I remember most is this one. Um, she pulled this from their website. Um a year later, in 1950, disaster struck again, this time here in the living quarters of the warden himself. The warden's wife, removing a jewelry box from the closet shelf, dislodged a pistol from its hiding place when it hit the ground. The gun went off, inflicting a fatal wound, and within a decade, even more bad luck. The warden, hard at work in his office, suffered a heart attack and died. All of this nearly 40 years ago or more, and how then to explain the voices shaken tour guides swear they hear today. Man and woman talking too faint to understand, too persistent to ignore, and chilling to listeners who think they're alone, only to find themselves apparently eavesdropping on the warden and his wife locked forever in an endless conversation from beyond the grave. Stop that. Uh, There are also plenty of stories about ghosts. Um, wait, a series of ghosts of guards and prisoners as well. The reformatory was opened in 1896 as a boys reformery school and somewhere along the way became a full-on prison. It closed in 1990. Um, they are going to tear it down, but the buildings caught the eye of some producers and the Shawshank Redemption was filmed there. <laughs> um, since then, there have been several others filmed here and I believe a scene or two in Air Force One. A host of music videos, Awake by Godsmack and Go DJ by Lil Wayne are among them, um, as well as being featured featured in several shows like Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures. Uh, the tours I went on were all during the day and were focused more on the history and the filming that had taken place. They told a few of the ghost stories and it was a pretty creepy place, even in the light of day. Lots of peeling paint, narrow stairways, and just the knowledge of the horrible things that have happened within the walls. Going along with that, thank you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been to the West Virginia Penitentiary, which is very... Have you ever oh, yeah. done that tour? Yeah, if you guys ever saw the... Uh, what was the show on MTV? Fear. Fear. The pilot episode the pilot was, was the Moundsville State or yeah. Moundsville Pen- Penitentiary. Yeah, and um, actually, the year we I went in middle school mm-hmm. for a tour, and it was right around when they did that. Mm-hmm. So that made it all the more creepy to yeah. be there, is because we had just seen you know on MTV. It was on MTV for <laughs> middle school. Um, I would just like to point out that no. Tom Degasa is going down to the basement while he's listening to this episode. So let's do some spooky noises. Ooh. Ooh. 
Laundry goes. You didn't use fabric softener sheets. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you very much, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. For, again, a very great, well-researched letter there. Okay, uh, next up, Bobby sent in a voicemail uh, titled, Mm -hmm. The Day I Found My Father Was the Worst Day of My Life. Uh, So let's let's see what, what this story is about. The day I found my father was the worst day of my life. The alarm was going off for the fourth time now. Uh, so obviously I was late for school, which meant I probably wasn't going in today. And as I lay there half conscious, my brother came in, jumped on the bed, demanding the money I owed him. I explained to him that it would probably have to wait till after work, but he was pretty insistent. Come on, my friends will ride you. Let's go. See, I was the big brother, but you wouldn't know that by looking at us. We were only separated by 16 months, and at 15, he was already over six feet tall. He got that from dad. We were close growing up, spent almost all of our time together riding bikes with our friends from one end of town to the other all over the neighborhood, but lately we had grown apart. To tell you the truth, he could be a bit of a pain, so when I gave him his money, I was glad to see him go. It was Friday, so after work, my friends and I decided to go out. We live in a small town, so going out usually meant riding around for hours upon hours until we realized there was nothing to do in town, so we would just end up going back to one of our houses and just hanging out for the rest of the night. But this Friday, Friday, for some reason, we wound up like 15 miles away in the next town over, Sarasota. Sarasota, I think my dad lived here the last time I saw him. I found myself thinking out loud. So after a bit of prodding, me and my friends were now on a mission to find my dad. It had been almost three years when my brother and I last saw our dad, but we used to see him every weekend. One year, he had fallen on hard times, so when Christmas came, he asked us not to come over. Guys, I'm broke and I can't afford gifts, so... I feel really bad. Maybe next week and, you know, I'll get you and we'll have Christmas then. Two weeks later, another call. Guys, I'm really sorry, but but things are looking up. So next week, a few weeks later, another familiar call. We really didn't care. We just wanted to see dad. Eventually, even the call stopped coming. Eventually, my brother and I just stopped asking when or if we would see dad again. My friends and I drove to the last place I uh, remember my dad staying. As soon as I exited the car, I was greeted by familiar faces. My dad's friends still stayed there, apparently, but he had long since moved. A few of them had some vague idea of where he might be. So, after collecting a slew of addresses, we continued our journey. We drove around for what seemed like hours. Each place we went was the same story. Oh, Bob? Yeah, yeah, he used to live here, but he moved a while ago. Haven't seen him. Every place we went, they would give us another place to search for him. And just as we were about to end our giant goose chase, we got a clue of a trailer park he might be staying in. So we went to the Orange Trailer Park and asked around. Uh, looking for Bob Hawk? Do you know Bob Hawk? Bob? Big, tall, lanky guy? Yeah, he stays right over there. (sighs) So my friends followed me to his door for support. And as the three of us approached his trailer, my heart sank to my feet. I would have probably turned and ran had my friends not been involuntarily blocking my retreat. I knocked on the door, almost hoping nobody would answer. When my dad opened the door, we were both left speechless. I think it actually took him a minute to even recognize who I was. But after a few awkward moments, he embraced me and and invited us in. There were so many things in my mind, so many things, questions to ask. Like, where the hell have you been? Why did you just stop calling? And don't you realize that gifts don't matter? But I left well enough alone. I was just happy to see my dad again. We talked all night. My dad and I regaled my friends with stories from our past. My friends and I had told Dad some stories we probably shouldn't have, and I filled that, that in with what had been going on with my brother David. He was sad that David wasn't with us, but I had promised that I would bring him back soon. I knew that he would be just as excited to see Dad as I was. It was a great night, and I couldn't have planned it any better. All the way home, I just kept thinking, God, how easy was that? Just a few minutes away, and why hadn't we done this before? So much time was wasted out of stubbornness on everyone's part. But it could be different now. David and I would have our dad back in our lives. Wow. So the closer we got to home, the more nervous I got. How would David react? Would he really be happy? And what would mom think? I mean, dad had never really been her favorite person. So as I came up the street, I noticed some sort of commotion near our house. There were people 
all over the yard. And as I got nearer, I noticed there were red and blue lights in the driveway. As I ran from the car, I saw my mom curled up like a ball in the yard. I saw she was holding something, but couldn't quite make it out. It seemed to be a book. I asked what was wrong, but either she couldn't or wouldn't say. She just kept repeating two words to herself as she rocked back and forth. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. What was she talking about? And as I approached her, I saw that she wasn't a holding a book at all. It was a picture frame with a picture of my 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 brother. And again, my heart sank even farther because I knew that I would now have to call dad and tell him that David uh, wasn't going to make it after all. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. That was a really powerful story. <gasps> Give me a minute here. <laughs> no, but thank you, Bobby. Thank you so much. It means so much today that you give so much of yourself and in every one of your submissions, Bobby. We definitely appreciate it. Very very good story. Very good story. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap things up with that. Rebecca did it right in this week, right? I've had I've got enough tears. I don't, yeah, need, I don't yeah. need Rebecca tears, Rebecca too. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap up with a letter from Patty here. And Patty says, uh, since you guys are doing hauntings this week on Universe Box... I thought it would be a good idea to submit a ghost story that originates from Galica, Gal- Galicia, Spain. In case you weren't aware, Galicia is located in northwestern, the northwestern corner of Spain. At one point, it was considered one of the poorest regions in Spain. Nowadays, the people of this region are known for its uh, Celtic heritage, having uh, its native tongue uh, being uh, Gale- Galego. Uh, a musical instrument, uh, the musical instrument of choice is bagpipes, and it has its own par- parliament. This area is different compared to the rest of Spain, and it, it's also where my father's family originated from. Now that you have some background info, allow me to proceed about the uh, Santa Capana. I think uh, all those who live in Galicia know to be wary at night, especially when dogs begin to howl and cats begin to flee in pure and utter terror. It, it is on this night where a ghostly, uh, ghostly procession that forms two rows uh, who come for one very important purpose. These ghosts who are dressed in white robe and barefoot. Each one carries a candle that leaves a smell of burning wax in the air. And leading this ghastly procession is the Estada. Estadia. Uh, the Estadia is an unfortunate mortal man carrying a large cross and vessel of holy water that is doomed to forget how he landed in this position as he spends the remainder of his life leading the procession. Unless he can surprise a- another unsuspecting and unaware victim who will take his place as the new Estada. Estada. Uh, Estadia? Estadia. Uh, with so much uncertainty one thing is clear death will follow you uh follow to those uh the santa campania visits who knows maybe they will visit you <laughs> yeah that it's interesting that's kind of like mm-hmm. it's a little bit dark one from once upon a time yeah. and a little bit uh oh uh who's the guy who pushes the boulder up the rock or oh, up the I mountain know, every day yeah. uh yeah but yeah definitely uh thank you very much patty uh, for sure oh uh patty also uh signs off according to my research both men and women have an equal chance of becoming estadia and one of the few way- ways you can protect yourself if you do is if you don't move a lie face flat on the ground even if there is poop on the ground you lie face flat because being a little smelly will be the least of your problems if you become a stadia thank you very much patty and like i said if you guys want to send in some uh, stories and contributions about the topic everything old is new again uh, for Mm -hmm. the next episode our email address is universeboxshow at gmail.com twitter is at universe underscore box the facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 so again, that's 424-274-2352. And you can also go, feel free to send in, like, if you want to put a video up on YouTube and send it along yeah. by email, we can totally do that. We totally have a capability. We like for, videos. We like yeah. audio. We like mm-hmm. stories, pictures. Exactly. Drawings, doodles, <laughs> okay. sketches. All right. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, leave you with some takeaways here about uh, the topic of, go- of ghosts. Yes. Uh, first off, ghosts are spooky. I, I, our fate after we die is mostly transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, never let Velma tell a ghost story. And uh, we've completed our unfinished business. So now we must return to the other side. Ooh, we don't have the sheets on. And Becca says Sisyphus. That was it, right? What? Sisyphus was the guy who pushes the boulder uh, up the cliff. Oh, yeah, Sisyphus. Okay, so Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. And uh, as for me, you can follow 
me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can find the other podcasts we do, including this one at universebox.com. And you can follow, I guess I'll plug this one this week, uh, my new novella, The Trials of uh, King Sparrow. Pick it up at bit.ly slash King Sparrow. Well, I, I guess that's about it. That's a really, really fun episode and then, yeah. then really powerful ending. Very too. powerful ending. Again, thank you very Seriously. much, Bobby, for that, yeah. definitely. All right, so I guess that's about it. Until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do not adjust adjust your computer computer screen. It's It's your your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe Box. (sighs) (laughs) Oof.